<laughs> I'm sorry, but this is just so asinine. <laughs> I'm gonna get another free soda. Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Hey y'all, hope you guys are having a good um, evening or close to evening in your neck of the woods or it's probably afternoon or even the next day depending on where you're listening to. But in my neck of the woods, it's 5.54 p.m. in Legal Grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. And today I want to talk about um, this article I came across on the Boston Globe. Um, it's written by um, Dan Adams. He's, he, he's a, he does excellent journalism in, in the world of cannabis and just, just his journalism in general is pretty darn good. And... Um, yeah, so he wrote a very good article um, that came out today um, at 9.58 a.m. I didn't get to it because I was out and about doing errands and, you know, releasing the talking smack for the Patreons early. And the general public will get the talking smack. Um, they'll get it. They'll get it 2 a.m. T- tomorrow morning on 710. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so this article is titled, A Beloved Cafeteria Worker Nicked His Finger on a Knife and Got Fired for Using Marijuana at Home. Despite their mystery of everything from artificial intelligence to missile design, the researchers at MIT Lincoln Laboratory in Lexington have yet to work out how to photosynthesize the energy their brains need. That is to say, even geniuses with security clearances have to eat. And for nearly 13 years, Leon Hagens was one of the people who fed them. The 56-year-old cook was a fixture at the Lincoln Lab cafeteria, where his ear... Repres- he is here irreparable positivity, his relentless work ethic, and unfailingly friendly customer service earned him the respect and friendship of his co-workers in Legion of Scientists. In fact, people who who've worked. There, describe Hagens as perhaps the most popular person on the sprawling defense research campus. Or at least he was until a minor kitchen accident in 2017 spurred his employer, food contractor Sodeco, to drug tests and fire Hagens for using marijuana during his off hours. If the name Sodeco sounds familiar, it's probably because... The company is already infamous for firing a, co- a worker simply because she tested positive for pot. Bernadette Coughlin, whose case went viral last year after my colleague Nestor Ramos wrote about it. Fun fact about the, um, the previous case that Dan Adams writes about. I was, born, I was born 30 years ago in that hospital where that incident happened. So I'm, I'm just giving you a little bit of context here. But yeah, in, in in the previous case that was written about where a, a worker who had been there for, I think, 10 or 20 years got fired for using um, 
using re recreational marijuana, even though our state legalized it. And um, she got fired for it, even though it was off-duty and had nothing to do with the accident, and she wasn't high or impaired on the job. But she still got fired because the same contractor, the same evil contractor, um, felt the need to, to use reefer madness and be like, oh, well, for liability, no, you just don't like weed. Because if they were on opiates and they could produce the pill bottle at that instance or they can produce the pill bottle at some point, then they're in the clear. If they were on Xanax and they can produce the pill bottle, they, you know, Mr. Hagens would still have his job if he was on if he was on Xanax or whatever. Or, you know, let's say he was using he was using the marijuana, the the adult use marijuana for he was going to these rec dispensaries for medical purposes because he didn't want to he didn't want to be in the list and didn't want to get the cart. You know, he might be using it for recreation. He might be using actually using it for medical purposes. You know, I mean, I, I've done wait staff work. I've, I've worked in cafeterias before. It, it's 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 hard work you know there's this sweating you're having to to clean dishes you're having to you know take plates you're having you're having to be on your feet like i've had i've i've worked 12 to 16 hour shifts before it's it, it's very very draining you know and i mean who could blame him if 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 mr hagens wants to use um, marijuana instead of opiates instead of being like one of his other colleagues who use who used opiates got addicted and got a hopped up in heroin like who could blame the guy i don't the sedeco firings un underline a contradiction in massachusetts law under which marijuana is legal but employers are still permitted to sack or decline to hire workers for using it, regardless of whether there is evidence they were impaired in the job. Sodeco's firing of Coughlin, an apparent attempt to avoid paying workers' compensation claim following a fluky slip-and-fall accident at the hospital cafeteria where she worked, drew widespread condemnation and prompted state senator jason lewis to file a bill that would make it harder for companies to terminate employees just because they consume cannabis the measure is currently pending before the massachusetts legislature judicial committee co-chaired by state senator jamie eldridge i always hear his name attached to progressive stuff whenever there's like a progressive like law that's being proposed like it's a either him proposing it or is either him like at the forefront of it so we see what we see what you're doing senator eldridge you're you're good people man um so um so another like so some more inside baseball so i i think in that article that that um adams is referencing um, I remember reading that article like my my former state senator who ran to be in the House of Reps but ended up losing for to 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 take my district or whatever or to represent my district in Washington DC she ended up losing to a centrist and the centrist she's um she she believes that we just that that um she she's for the states act and she's for medical but like when she was directly asked whether or not we should there should be more protections for marijuana or whatever her immediate answer wasn't 
wasn't no or whatever, but she was like, oh, we need to focus on the opioid crisis, which is basically no. It's basically no. I I think cannabis is stupid, and I think the people that that do it, I hold them in contempt, and I think that they're a lesser cut of person compared to me who drinks wine or beer or or, or who does whiskey shots with 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 their husband or whatever. You know, it's just contempt for the people that use the plant. You know, and I looked, I looked up like Open Secrets, who she's funded by, and a lot of it is like labor unions and like and whatnot. It's not, so she's not directly taking money from big, big farmer, big alcohol. Which I mean, I guess maybe that's a good thing because maybe she's convincible. Maybe, maybe she she can evolve on the issue, or maybe she can get primary challenged by someone who is a bit more left. And I hope, I hope that happens. I, I'm, I'm. I'm willing to vote for a primary challenger. So far, she's just shown herself to be a centrist to me, and and I I don't need a centrist who 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 thinks a a top five priority issue is is something that she shouldn't concern herself with. If if you're like that, if we, if if she's like that, if he's like that, if some non-binary holds those stupid views or thinks I'm thinks I'm stupid for smoking cannabis, then I don't want them in in public office. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote them out the first chance I get. The bi- the the biggest weapon I've got, like like um, Willie Nelson said, is the ballot box, and I will use it. I will weaponize my vote. I will weaponize my vote in the presidential election too. If if Bernie or Elizabeth Warren isn't gonna go full hog with legalization, like I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll, I mean, I might still vote. I mean, I'm probably still going to vote for whoever's the Democratic nominee. You know, if it's if it's Biden, I might just do a write-in because he's just like he he puts so many he puts so many hundreds and thousands of people in jail, black and brown people in jail for for drug offenses. And he doesn't, and and he doesn't feel so, the least bit sorry for doing it. Like even Bill Clinton, to a certain degree, has owned up to it. But Biden, Biden loves that he he made that 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 racist crime bill. He loves it. But um, I mean, like like if like as I said, um, or if you've listened to our interview with Doctor Wayback, Doc, like we were we were talking about like I think the presidential election, like that was like one of our last questions, and he talked about how like he's a Biden supporter, and his politics are more in line with Biden with um his with with uh his politics are more in line with Biden's politics, and but he he does he can't support him, he just can't support him because. You know, he's a medical marijuana doctor and um, he's done so much harm through through the drug war policies he supported. So in good conscience, he can't support um, Joe Biden. But um, but I, I but yeah, I just just if you haven't watched that episode, I, de- I definitely recommend you do. I'm, I'm going to put that in the show notes as well, too. I'm extremely disturbed that a company could or would fire someone for using a drug that's legal in Massachusetts, Eldridge said in an interview. It's definitely something that the legislature needs to address this session. Excuse me. Lawmakers recently held a hearing on the bill, and the committee could potentially recommend it to the full House and Senate later this year. Its ultimate political prospects are uncertain, thanks in part to the skepticism from the state's largest employer lobbying group, 
Associated Industries of Massachusetts. I'm going to name the episode after them. They're going to be named and shame. Name and shame the Associated Industries of Massachusetts. I'm going I'm going to put that in the I'm going to put that in the notes. Um like like it's one thing and it's effed up when companies do these practices. But then when companies pull together with other companies and lobby our elected officials to do their bidding, which they've been doing since the 70s, and especially so since Citizens United nine or so years ago, it's just, it's just crazy. It's just, these are, this is, up, this is what we're up against. We're up against big money big money big wigs and smoke filled rooms buying out our politicians and, and and buying out our politicians so they can continue to take our pee and and monitor our off 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 um workplace time and monitor our behavior and control our behavior these tyrants these tyrants need to be named and shame name and shame the associated industries of massachusetts Hagen's, whose termination predates Coughlin by well over a year, reached out to the Globe after a friend sent him an article about her case. Their simulation, their simula, sim, situations are similar, with co-workers confirming their narratives and insisting they were diligent employees who never showed up to work high. At Lincoln Labs, many engineers and other workers considered Hagen's an integral part of the team, hanging out at his station just to chat and confiding in him. We had a wonderful, we had a wonderful, wonderful rapport, Hagen's recalled. Likewise, it appears that Sadeko considers Hagen's a model employee, asking him to train other workers and giving him perfect attendance awards. He was never late for his 5.30 a.m. shift, and he guessed he called out sick just two or three times in more than a decade of work. But none of that seemed to matter in December of 2017, when Hagen's accidentally nicked his pointer finger on a knife, an injury he said was less severe than the average paper cut, and went looking for a small bandage so the wound wouldn't get infected. The cafeteria new manager gave him one, but soon told him to drop everything he was doing, get in his car, drive immediately to a nearby lab for a drug test. Alright, so I am going to say, like, I am going to sort of butt in again. And, I mean, I... I think what has happened to him is a huge, huge travesty, and it's 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 complete and utter, utter hogwash, totally, completely. And but but what I do want to say is like, like, and it it goes down to like the other talking smack I talked about when I talked about you know you know individualism or whatever. I I, don't, I think it was last week's talking smack, and how we pride ourselves on on. On um, not relying on anyone, not relying in government, you know, you know, the Protestant work ethic. If you don't work, you don't eat, you know, like why? Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to bash an employee that is always on time. That's a that's a that's a virtue every person should have. You know, if you agree to meet someone at a certain time, you should meet someone at a certain time or give them a heads up. I agree with that. But. But this whole, like, oh, in our culture, you know, just, oh, we have to suck it up and work no matter what, 
or, or we're bad people or we're lazy or we're horrible. Like that needs to die. Like if, like if you are sick, take days off, you know, don't, don't, don't fear not taking days off because a, you're going to get fired or B, you know, you're going to lose your pay. You're going to lose money off your paycheck or, or C, you're going to miss out on promotions. If you're sick, you should be sick. We should be like every other Western country and give people sick days. We shouldn't use people not take, not ever taking a vacation in 10 years. We shouldn't use that as a virtue. That's not a virtue. That's a massive sickness in this country. All right. So let's, let's, let's get back to the article. I was just dumbfounded. Hagen said, I said, are you kidding me? Look at how small it is. But she said, that's the policy. The urine test showed marijuana metabolites. That didn't surprise Hagen's. He occasionally smoked weed since he was a teenager, saying it helps him relax, dulls the aches that come and working on one's feet. Exactly. I told her so. I, I effing told her so. It's like Ricky said, not want to say I told her so, but I effing told her so. I effing told her so. Boom. Using it for med, he was he was using it for medical purposes instead of opiates. If if he had provided a pill bottle of Percocets, he he'd be fine. He he would still have his job. This article would never have been written, and inspires him to write about his favorite Bible verses on his website. But he insists he was never high at work, and noted that the drug was legal in Massachusetts at the time. Nonetheless, Sudeiko suspended Hagen's for two weeks. When a supervisor called at the end of his suspension, Hagen's figured it was to arrange his return to his job. Instead, the company fired him. It was two weeks before Christmas. How cruel. His co-workers persisted, and higher-ups at Lincoln Lab also tried to intervene, but could not persuade the company to reverse the decision. One Sudoku worker who asked that his name be withheld to avoid retribution, said outrage quickly spread among the cafeteria's customers. Oh, they were so mad, she recalled. People were are still asking how he's doing. More really, morale really dropped for us. It was totally unfair. He was our hardest worker. And she said emphatically, I would never have suspected Hagen smoked pot. Never and a day. The team that manages Leakin's Labs facilities wrote Hagen's a glowing record letter of recommendation, calling him the face of food service operations here, and pointing notingly that the customer service he provided could make or break the commission's committee's impression of Sudeiko. Leon set the standard for. All other workers to meet the letter signed by four Lincoln lab managers reads, he made every person feel home, feel welcome and special. A Sudeco spokesperson said in a brief statement that the company complies with law and recognizes that it is an involving legal and social issue. He did not address questions about the company's decision to fire Hagen's. After his termination, Hagen's landed a job as a maintenance worker at a nearby hotel where his Lincoln Lab regulars would sometimes come and page him on the front desk to catch up. But Hagen's resigned this spring after his long deterior deteriorating knees made working too painful. 
He had not yet served a full year at the hotel. Hagens was ineligible for the company's benefits. He's now living with his elderly parents and fighting to qualify for early social security while wondering how things would be different if he could still access Sudeiko's generous disability and other benefits. I would be in a much, much better position, he said. A growing number of jurisdictions are moving to protect workers who consume marijuana legally, including Nevada, which recently banned most firms from conducting pre-employment pot tests. Proponents of such measures note that marijuana can be detected in the body weeks after use. The bill filed by Lewis would block companies from policing workers' private legal consumption of cannabis while carving out exceptions for firms whose businesses would be jeopardized if they do not test employees. See, see, of course, there's a caveat. Oh, and this, and, and a bunch of companies are going to make the argument, oh, well, my business is being affected if someone, if someone gets high on the weekend. Someone, businesses are just going to latch on to this. Big business is going to latch on to this and, and, and continue to drug test. No, no drug test, period. No drug test, period, at all. Or if you do do drug tests, it has to be for everything. It has to be for everything across the board. But not cannabis since it's legal. But I don't know. I digress. It's wrong and unfair for people like Bernadette Coughlin and Leon Hagens to be fired for using cannabis on their own personal time. Since this is now a legal drug like alcohol, Lewis told me. Coughlin herself couldn't, can't say much under the terms of a settlement she reached to resolve her dispute with Sudeiko, but nonetheless expressed sympathy at Hagen's. I, better than most, understand this issue and the consequences of the continued delay in enacting a legislative fix, she told This Week in Weed. This underscores the need to promptly pass the proposal filed by Senator Lewis. Until the legislator acts... Confusion for both employee and employer and employee will continue to will will, will continue to to reign. Hagen's Eldridge and others see also see class and race at play in the debate over marijuana and employing, knowing that supervisors and executives are rarely subject to drug tests. One Sudeco worker said the company managers routinely fail to report their own on-the-job injuries. The whole thing going on there, urinating in a cup, it's demeaning, Hagen said. They make, make they make us do it, but the guys in the office don't have to do nothing. Despite the understandable bitterness, Hagen still has affection for Sadeko, frequently referring to his old job in the present tense. A year and a half later, he said he mostly just wants the company and the state to rethink its approach to marijuana. I just want them to look at the facts, their policies, and how the world's changing, Hagen said. Are we doing the right thing? Are we losing good employees? End of article. So, um, I mean, I don't have too much more to sort of add to that. Then, um, you know, we definitely need to get rid of drug testing across the board in this country. You know, um, I've read stories of bus drivers who only use CBD and because the CBD has trace amounts of THC, they tested positive and then they had to retire from bus driving after decades of doing it, even though there weren't, 
ever, ever getting intoxicated on the job. But, you know, it's just the times we're in now. Unfortunately, you know. Um, I just, it, it's just so ridiculous. It's so asinine, really, that, that, that this stuff's happening. And it just tugs at my heartstrings that, you know, he, he, he was doing so well, that company, and now has to retire early. Like, it's just so ridiculous. So asinine. So, uh, I mean, I don't have too much more to add. Um. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.com dot fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have five dollar and ten dollar tiers if you're feeling extra generous and those come with their own benefits too and um, if you subscribe to the, the 10 and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, uh, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get, you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, Tune in radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.